it's not all about the lights. It's about the memories the lights create in every child and every childlike heart. So we talk about our faith base. Yes, Jesus is the reason for the season. And he light up, he's the light of the world. And I want to light up my part of the world. Well, it's the most wonderful time of the year, folks. Hope you are doing well. Yeah, we're in the holiday season now. Hard to believe, but Thanksgiving's just about a week away uh, now that I'm recording this, which means that Christmas is just a month after that. Uh, 2021 is definitely flying by. And our guest for this episode of the Run the Race podcast, which we appreciate you listening to, uh, is talking about Christmas time. He has one of the most amazing Christmas light displays, not just in Georgia, but all over the southeast and really all over the nation. In fact, he got national attention on an ABC TV show, uh, The Great Light Fight, um, about seven years ago. So we're talking to uh, Jerry Ludy, the founder and uh, a head uh, of the Ludi Christmas Light Spectacular in Columbus, Georgia. We're going to hear all about how he does all this stuff. And later in this episode, after you listen to this chat, so you know maybe about uh, uh, 40, 45 minutes into the episode, you'll also hear me sing uh, a little Christmas tune. Uh, you know, What is your favorite Christmas song? Uh, this one is uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And so uh, I, I like some other ones too. But I don't know if you, you, you've maybe heard Christmas music playing on one of your local radio stations so far. If you maybe think it's way too early to do that. Maybe maybe you've already put up your Christmas tree or not. Some people wait until after Thanksgiving. Uh, but it's definitely that time of year getting into the, uh, the holiday spirit. But you'll also enjoy my conversation with uh, Jerry Ludy who uh, has been married for more than 48 years now, has two daughters, a son, and five grandchildren. Uh, and he's been decorating for Christmas since he was 12 years old. And uh, it's kind of really become a family affair. His his kids are a part of it. One of his sons really uh, is the person that uh, is his right-hand man making this all happen, the Ludi Christmas Light Spectacular. And this is not just your normal Christmas lights you put on a house. Y- you know the, the, the famous scene from uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with a Clark Griswold. So, so here, here's what that sounded like. 250 strands of lights, 100 individual bulbs per strand for a grand total of 25,000 imported Italian twinkle lights. Hey! Hey! Joy to the Now, our guest for this week, Jerry Ludy, he's had some challenges of his own that he talks about uh, of his Christmas lights. And it's just not your normal uh, display you have at your house. I I put a few lights up on my bushes and kind of around my house, that kind of thing, and on the ground. But his has a half a million lights, close to a half a million. That is amazing. Uh, And he's been doing it now, uh, you know, as the Ludi Christmas Light Spectacular for quite a while. In fact, for the last 12 years, they've been raising money for Make-A-Wish Georgia. They've collected a total of $170,000 for this great organization. Now, they didn't have the display last year because of COVID-19, so that was rare, but it is back this year. and uh, They have a new addition. It's a uh, 30-foot-tall Ferris wheel that was he's constructed for this year's display, made of almost entirely from scrap metal, and he's got a new decorated light-dripping tree as well. But he talks about how this is not just about the lights. It is really about representing the light of the world that Jesus is. And it's about 
about the memories those lights create, especially in children. That repeats itself w- with adults as well. And so, uh, you know, it's it's you know by the numbers. He also has more than 2.5 miles of extension cords. That's right, miles, and more than 10 miles of light strands. They begin decorating back in uh, August every year, and they, all the multitude of lights is sequenced to music. In fact, each song takes three to five weeks to program with the lights. Again, this is happening in Columbus, Georgia. People come from really all over to come see the Looty Christmas Light Spectacular, and uh, Jerry explained it all to me. We have a special guest with us here in the studio today, uh, Jerry Ludy. Thank you so much for being here. We appreciate it. Well, thank you, Jason, for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And we were talking earlier, you got a good voice for uh, radio and TV, so uh, this is going to work out great. I may ask for an application afterwards. Yes, there you go. We'll get a job for you here on the, at, the, at WTVM. Uh, well, you know, you are uh, the, the leader, the founder of the Ludy Christmas Light Spectacular, being featured on national TV years ago and, and been doing this for a dozen years, but I I know, you know, um, you know, well, first of all, this is going to be uh, kind of different this year because, you know, COVID kind of stopped you guys from doing it for the very first time in 2020. So, I mean, uh, how excited are you to be kicking things off on Thanksgiving and, and having this big light display be back? We're, we're so excited. Uh, our family is, and we've got so many followers within the uh, community in uh, Columbus and Phoenix City area and outlying areas. We've had so many people respond to our Facebook page, and we're so excited this year because we've got some additive, uh, added little scenes in our in our, our display this year that we're kind of excited about it, and uh, I've already broadcast that out. But uh, it's amazing to see the response that we've had so far this year about the people excited to get that family tradition started back again with all the the stress they've gone through over the past year and a half and uh, to see that uh, exposure now to people and they come in public now and just trying to uh, give us a little more encouragement every time they, they talk to us so we are excited this year to see the people respond and we're looking forward to seeing a great turnout this year yeah you got that uh, i think you said a 30 foot tall new ferris wheel that, that you built you've already built this yes Wow, yes. so it's ready to go. Well, it's running, but we're still putting <laughs> lights on. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so tell me about, okay, people think about, okay, you know, I put lights on my house or I put some on my roof, that kind of thing. This is not the typical, like, putting some lights on and around your bushes, that kind of thing. How many lights are we talking about here? Well, we have we have uh, grown every year. We try to uh, add a few more every, every year, and right now we're sitting close to 500,000 or half a million lights. Wow. But that includes the other four houses we decorate. We have four neighbor, great neighbors in our neighborhood. They encourage me to continue to decorate in our house. So we take those included in all my lights. So we got about half a million lights. So, and that's one of the additions we got. We got a couple more additions there. We got a little surprises for some people. But uh, one of the things we we really take uh, a pride in is to see the families come out, Jason, and just see the smiles in their faces and see the children. That's what we do it for. We do it for the children because there's so much going on in everybody's family, the stress. And Christmas sometimes takes a back seat 
this time of year and there's so much going on in the families with all the activities they got so we give them a break let them come out there and take a visit it's kind of take them away from everything and then just take them and put them in a different position so we're excited to see that yeah and i want to talk to you in just a little bit about the kind of the real reason for the season and for the lights and kind of you know obviously how faith plays a role in this how jesus does but i'm um, first of all you know people people have hobbies and and this for you this is not you don't do this for a living you have you have a day job um but um they think man this is to the extreme how in the world or why would you do something i know you said like it's for the kids but but is this just that you just love like the lights and you you and your you and your family this has just been a tradition for you starting out i guess when i was a child uh mother uh took me to a house in columbus that had the old c9 lights and they had i probably didn't have a hundred lights on the house but back then to me it looked like it was just glowing in the sky, and it just kind of gave me that excitement. And, I just, and then Mom let me decorate a little bit around outside, and uh, one year, and that's all it took. It's just like a snowball effect, and I felt the excitement I did every time I seen lights. And I said, well, if every child, when I got older, I said, if every child had that same feeling that I had back then, I would want to give that to them. So that's that's the reason I continue to do it. And I, I tell people you know, all the time, uh, I've, I mentioned to you before years ago, I said, it's not all about the lights. It's about the memories the lights create in every child and every childlike heart, heart. So we talk about our faith base. Yes, Jesus is the reason for the season. And he light up, he's the light of the world. And I want to light up my part of the world in Cottonwood Plantation. Yeah. And, you know, the, in your neighborhood, um, you know, there's so many people. How many people normally come by and see, like, on an average season? Because you go from Thanksgiving until, what, New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve, yes. And we are we will typically, on a, on a couple of weekends before, before the Christmas, we will see probably 2,000 cars a night coming through there. Wow, wow. And we have an uh, area across the street in our neighbor's yard. We, we take care of their lawn, so... <laughs> They allow us to have people to stand out there. We'll have, you know, close to sometimes 600 people standing out there watching the display and listening to the music and just really socializing and having a great time. Yeah, and, and, and people think about, you know, Christmas. Sometimes it's it can be a stressful time for families, mm-hmm. especially this time. You know, we've got the pandemic that's still kind of lingering there, um, and people are busy, you know, buying gifts for each other or planning trips, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So, you know, what do you hope – the lights do in terms of expressing to folks, like you said, about Jesus being the light of the world and uh, this being an opportunity to kind of go and just enjoy yourself, hopefully stress-free, right? Well, Jason, the, the middle of our display is our nativity scene. That's what everything focuses around that. And we're hoping that when we see these families come out, they will notice that nativity scene and get a good idea of what why we're doing this. And it's not just to come out there and decorate. We're not trying to compete with anybody in Columbus with our lights. We've always wanted to improve and add more lights, but only because we want to bring that wow factor to the families so they can have some excitement to go out. They go to different events throughout the year. So this, we're going to try to make this an event for the families to make it a tradition. Yeah, and we were, you know, talked earlier off air about how, you know, you think about Clark Griswold uh, from the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, a famous uh, comedy movie. A lot of folks watch this time of year. Um, so, I mean, have you, for you, is it, I mean, there's a lot of work that goes into this. This this takes, what, uh, several months or maybe half the year to do this? Well, we work on it throughout the year as far as inside the shop, doing a lot of repairs and then adding in. But we actually start setting up. My son, Keith, and I, we've been doing this for years, and uh, we start in August, the first week of August. 
And we're working steady every afternoon and in the weekends. And people say, well, why do you do that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially with a full-time job. But it, it, the rewards is, uh, is, is amazing when you see the kids and you see the families come out and you see the excitement in them. And you, you can feel the love that, that is, is, is coming out to, ever, to see our display. And we see that. We have Santa coming out. You know, he visits with us from North Pole. And we have the sleigh and the and the reindeer, so uh, the kids got something to look forward to. Even some of the kids at heart got something to look forward to. Yeah. And so, you know, you've been doing this since you were 12 years old, not to this degree, but you've been decorating, uh, you know, for Christmas time since you were 12. So uh, did you just learn along the way some tricks about some shortcuts or how to do this and that? I mean, at this point, you've got like, okay, we know where these lights need to be and how they need to be, and technology has changed. But, I mean, how do you, how do you know how to do all this stuff well anybody that has a passion for something jason they want to dig in and learn more about it and that's something that uh not just myself but as a lot of uh buddies of mine and, and friends and families that are doing the same thing they got some great displays throughout the columbus area be sure to look at it on facebook uh, i've got a lot of friends that are asking me for advice for a lot of things and i've helped them throughout the years i've got a 16-year-old boy, I won't mention his name, but he, he knows who he is. But I've been mentoring him, and he's got a display the last couple of years. And I'm really excited to see him and uh, people just like him and, and coming up in the, into the Christmas enthusiasm of, of, of this kind of uh, classic world that we live in. And uh, it's just uh, you have to have a passion. When you enjoy something and you have a passion in it, that's when you start learning more about it. And like you said, technology is really taking hold. It's not the old incandescent lights anymore, and now they're getting into the RGB, the pixel lights, and getting the, these multiple controllers that you use. And, you know, it's some, some, some of the displays are so easy, just plug and play. <laughs> but we're kind of the old school. We do it the old style, so we try to do everything ourselves and build it. Yeah, because I know for Clark Griswold, it was very frustrating. He's he's got you know putting the kind of plugging them in together, <laughs> and then nothing happens, and then like you hear the Hallelujah song. So for you, I mean, have you had those issues where you've had technology has not cooperated with the Ludies before? We've had that every year. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, I am kind of stressing out a little bit about a couple of things that may or may not work, but. You know, like my, my, my wife, Edith, said, you know, they won't notice it, but you're the only one that will notice it. So, <laughs> so you know, when you try to be a perfection at something, you want everything to work correctly. So, yeah. But, yeah, we do have those occasions. when, we, Matter of fact, when we had the national uh, championship that, uh, of, of the Christmas Light Fight when they came out, uh, we ran in that situation ourselves. I mean, we, we had some things. We turned it on. Nothing happened. So wow. those things do happen in, in the technical world. And this was the Christmas Light Fight. It was a, a TV show, and this was back in 2014, so mm -hmm. about seven years ago. You were, uh, I guess, about five years into your run. So what was that like? I mean, did that take you to a whole other level in terms of recognition or just that people knew not just in the Chattahoochee Valley but knew maybe across the nation, oh, well, this guy's got a, an amazing display over here. You know? It gives you a lot of exposure. It really does. We've got a lot of uh, emails and comments from Several people throughout the southeast and the northeast has actually seen the show, and some of the people that had moved from this area actually saw it on national TV and, and, and called us up and sent us messages. So it was really exciting to see that. But in the in the in being exposed like that, it hope it hope it um, the message that we we have that people receive, and it's not just for the lights.
Yeah. And speaking of that, you know, you're talking about how, you know, Jesus being the reason for this, it's Christmas or Christmas. Um, so, you know, what do you, I mean, do you get the opportunity to talk to folks about, you know, your, your, your beliefs and your faith, you know, and, and does the, do the lights open some doors for you to do that? Absolutely. When people come by, I'm outside standing every, every evening because we do, uh, do a collection for Make-A-Wish Georgia. We've been successful with them for the last 12 years. We've collected over $170,000 for them. So we have people that come by every evening, and they're out there talking with me and asking about the lights. And then we get in that conversation, and I let them know quite right quick, like it's not the lights. The reason I do this because we want to make sure that people know the reason for this, this season. And it's not just this time of the year. It's something we should be celebrating year-round. And if we can we can share that same type of love that we show during Christmas year round, this this world will be a whole much better place. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And the lights, just like you said, is is kind of a jumping off point. It's, yes. it's, a, it's a it's a chance for and to entertain and to to have you know enjoy the season as well. That you know the spirit of it. Um, and you were talking about Make a Wish Georgia, um, the fact that you guys in the last dozen years raising one hundred and seventy thousand dollars. So tell me about um, you know where that money goes and, and why you chose them. Well, we had some years back, Jason. We had so many people wanting to donate because they say they think, well, my light bill's got to be at least a thousand dollars a month. I ain't gonna tell them what it is, but <laughs> but we we don't do it to collect money to raise for our expenses. We do it because we enjoy it. And then we we decided, well, it may be an opportunity for people to want to give because they want to give that time of the year. So we. My wife and I, we searched around and, start, and, and discovered Make-A-Wish because this time of the year, what better wish could a child have that has a life-threatening medical condition than have something for Christmas being given to them? And uh, for the reason that we, we give love, and that's because of Jesus. So we joined hands with Make-A-Wish, and uh, it's been a great relationship since then. And the last year, well, the last two years that we did it, that one last year was thirty five over thirty five thousand dollars in just wow. one time, and just people just coming by, just giving a dollar here and there. So, we're excited to see how this year is going to end up, and uh, we're hoping that we can continue to increase that uh, collection for Make a Wish. And we've we've been uh, very pleased with. It. We've had a lot of the recipients of Make a Wish. Some of the children that's come by and actually thanked us for doing that, and thanking Santa for what he does to come out and help yeah. do that collection for for Santa I mean for uh, Make-A-Wish too so yeah and you were talking about you know fighting COVID yourself and and you know uh you know at the beginning of this year and, and dealing with this pandemic and unfortunately not being able to have the lights last year so does that you know kind of make it so like are people really anticipating it more than usual and and uh, you as well in terms of I mean I know it was a nice break I'm sure <laughs> in, in a way for you and Keith and the family but um you know now it's kind of back to you know, hey, back to this tradition, right? Yes, we've had so many people that were, they were disappointed, but they understood why we had taken a break. And like I said, it worked out for, I was fighting COVID myself at the beginning of the year. And so everything worked out for a reason. God had a plan. Uh, the only disadvantage of this right now, we're trying to find out where all the stuff goes that we took down to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as young as I used to be, and I can't remember where everything went. So uh, we're trying to kind of play and uh, catch up on that. So we're uh, we're kind of amused at each other. My son and I are talking about, well, it goes there. No, it goes there. Let's just, just split the difference, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, a lot of times, you know, as – 
as uh, especially I think for fathers and sons, or especially you know that dad relationship. You know, it, and there's a lot of movies about it, about that relationship, and and how it can be sometimes you know not so smooth. It's it's a roller coaster. But I mean, this is something you and your son and your whole family have been a part of for for many years. So what does that do for 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 you and him, but also your entire family being able to kind of bond together through this? It has been that way since we've decorated. When my kids were born and, and raised, now, come up now, and my son, he's 41, it's just been a bond that's stronger than ever. I mean, because when you join with your children to do things that you enjoy, uh, you can't you can't ask for a better relationship. Uh, I see so many parents that don't even speak with their children, and it's really sad. And I just thank God that I had the relationship I have with my children and my family to uh, to enjoy this time of the year. And we all enjoy it because we we get into it, and we make fun of each other because of what we do, and sometimes we, you're doing it wrong, and so we, we, it's a little competition in the family, you know. So we, we really have a great time. But my son and I, we're, we're, we're close as two peas in a pod, and uh, it's just amazing the talent that he has, he has uh, a acquired over the years and his enthusiasm the same as mine with his christmas and uh been very blessed very blessed now sometimes families you know fight and stress around the holidays so if there's no christmas light fight between uh family members over the lights or no? <laughs> the only only fight we have is who's gonna carve when am i gonna carve that turkey and the ham there you go <laughs> <laughs> give us a sense of for those who maybe you don't know maybe they want to travel from somewhere else to to come see these lights you come through and is it like a 30 45 minutes it's kind of set to music display yes we have a fm transmitter at 90.1 fm so when they get into the neighborhood just turn your radio to that and just follow the signs and just follow the crowd basically and just get <laughs> just get in line sometimes the weekend gets a little congested we try to keep the traffic moving my son and i are out there directing traffic at the same time and we got some volunteers so we try to keep it moving but we have do we do have a designated area right across the street so if they would find a, a place to park on the opposite side of the road and then they can get out and stand and look at the uh, festivities but uh, typically going through it you can see uh, quite a bit and then come around come back to the same way the, the opposite direction and uh, see it again so but i encourage them to try to come in during the week if they would to get a lot better uh a time to be able to see it, but on the weekends, Friday and Saturday night, right before Christmas, it gets really congested. So we try to try to ask for people to kind of come early if you can. <laughs> for sure. And uh, you're going back to like setting all this stuff up, and then you guys are still doing some some tweaks and 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 setting up and putting for the uh, with a, like about a little bit of time left. Um, is it you know we we talk about fitness on this podcast too? I mean, you're no spring chicken. Uh, you've gotten a little older since you started at 12 years old. Um, and, you know, uh, you guys are climbing up on roofs, using ladders, and, you know, kind of going this and that. I mean, so it's not it's not something where you're just kind of sitting back and, and some a robot's doing it for you. So I, I imagine it's it's a pretty good workout too, right? Absolutely. And one of the things I've, I, I try to do is keep myself physically fit. During the summer months, I'm working out and I'm trying to stay exercised because walking up and down that ladder, that 16-foot ladder and extension ladder throughout the Christmas season can be very terrible. Wearing on a man myself of uh, me, 
I just turned 67 two days ago. All so right. Happy birthday. Thank you. And uh, I just thank God that he's given me the physical ability to do what I do. And I think he did that for a reason because he wanted me to do this for the families around. And so I'm just going to take advantage of that and say, why don't you go ahead and quit? You're too old for that. I said, no, <laughs> Lord, give me the strength. I'm going to do it. So <laughs> exactly. You're going to show them. You yeah. Know. So, I mean, so what do you do to, to stay in shape? Like for those who are listening and, and uh, you know, there's like, man, he's uh, that sounds great for something, somebody that's, you know, a pro. 70 you know so do you uh go into the gym or like walking or running i got this little mini gym inside my office and do cardio and i do uh push-ups lifts and uh don't do do, i don't do as much running because my shin splits but uh other than that uh, i work i work at work and uh, i try to stay as active as i can and don't slow down you get too idle then uh, you get rusty so (laughs) (laughs) and does it uh do you ever have you ever gotten injured uh setting up the lights or ever worried about because that i mean can be a dangerous proposition all the things you guys are doing the moving parts and from high up as well and the only danger i have is falling off the roof you know other than that uh, i stay we stay pretty uh, sound on the ladders and things. Uh, we, one of the things I, uh, I do in my business is to, to, to promote safety in, in what we do at work and, uh, do a lot of training there. So I try to, to mimic that at home to make sure we're doing everything properly. Uh, I understand as far as OSHA is concerned, there's a lot of requirements, on, especially getting on the ladders and things like that. But, um, I'm not getting dizzy yet on the roof, but if when I start, that may be a concern. So, <laughs> <laughs> and no, nobody's been electrocuted. Uh, or no, I ain't gonna close. say that. <laughs> okay, so so what is that? I mean, do you? I mean, obviously you have safety precautions, but I mean, doing this for you know more than a decade, I'm sure you've had things where like uh, close calls, perhaps. You know? Oh, absolutely. Anybody that's uh, worked with Christmas lights, you, you if you don't get shocked, you hit, you're not working on Christmas lights. So <laughs> we uh, we uh, we always get uh, a little shocked there because especially when you're working outdoors any kind of moisture and and things like that with exposed wires you're going to get shot but you learn how to deal with it you, you know what to do when it happens and you just let go of it so <laughs> <laughs> and you, you uh you maybe you don't want to see jesus too early you know <laughs> <laughs> don't take me now lord don't take me now lord exactly. <laughs> i still got lights i said <laughs> yeah so i mean you know any idea about how long you'll do this for like you said i mean you can obviously pass the baton on if you felt like that okay well my time uh, at least doing this job is up, but is this something that you uh, still obviously love to do? I still love it. Uh, I've been some talk this year. Uh, and a couple of years ago, we, we had mentioned that we may discontinue it. I came back, um, and but I don't know. This, I'm going to leave that to the Lord right now. Um, I've been physically able to do it, but uh, a lot happens in one year. So I don't know if we'll continue. I'm just going to let it be in the Lord's hands. I've told people I won't probably won't do it again because it's so much involved now. It's, it takes from August, and I'm working full-time job on top of it, and it gets, gets a little stressful at times. And I don't want to get to a point where it becomes a job because I don't want it to steal my passion and love for it. But uh, we'll just kind of see what happens. I may have to scale back next year or something. Yeah, so. yeah. And, you know, we talked earlier about the pandemic. You know, the fact that, um, you know, us as a nation um, and, you know, locally or nationally going through so much over the last 18 months and a lot of people losing friends and family members to this virus, um, do you, you know, do you think that maybe something like this, you know, the, the Ludi Christmas light spectacular, you know, coming around on Thanksgiving and leading up to Christmas time, 
Um, do you do you hope or think that maybe okay this can be you know uh, something that you can enjoy and and not have to worry about the all the cares of the world that's happening now? I think that's why the people are so excited this year. I think they're they're ready to get back into that that realm of excitement and to get it out of their mind of what's going on in the world. That's what happens when they come to the Ludies. It takes them out of that element. All they look at the lights, they look at the excitement, they see the joy of the people around. They don't think about the things that are going on in the world. Uh, and that's one of the things that we try to encourage coming out. Uh, we have for all, all these years, and we want to promote that family uh, gathering of people together. And when they come out, you see the smiles. You don't see the sorrow uh, you see the kids excited. You don't see them sad. So it brings out a whole different element of people. The, the personalities change, and it brings them closer together. It really is a it's a miracle that we see that goes on every day in the lives of people, and we st- we experience it there at the Ludies. So we're excited this year, and I think a lot of people are looking forward to it for that same reason because they want to get away from what's going on in the world. Yeah, and we and we all know the person that's really in charge here is your wife of uh, the last <laughs> uh, almost forty nine years now. So so what does she think about this? I mean, like I know that if you know I have passions and I have to kind of weigh like okay, I need to pick and choose what I'm going to do here. But you're doing this mm. for three or four months so i mean she she i guess obviously is cool with this well let's put this put this way jay i'm not gonna stick my foot in my mouth but I, when i mentioned about not doing it next year i don't want to go and tell you what she told me but she pretty much said you better not think about not doing it again <laughs> so i said okay well we'll, we'll talk about that but yeah. she's um she's a big part of it I mean, she supported me all these years, and there's not too many wives that'll let their husband go outside every afternoon and don't help out inside the house like some husbands do, because I'm out there working on lights from August all the way up through, and it's when New Year's is over, it's not the lights are not over yet because I still got to take all that down, and it <laughs> takes it takes me about four to six weeks to take wow. everything down. So when you figure that, it takes six months out of the year that I'm working on Christmas, uh, putting it up and taking it down. So, yeah. But I'm not alone. There's a lot of people that do the same thing I do, and uh, it's only because of the passion they have for it and the love they have for it. You don't do it if you didn't love it. Yeah, and do you do you go around? I mean, obviously, you know, here locally, or maybe if you're traveling somewhere for holidays, do you? Because obviously, you're. I mean, would maybe be considered a, a definitely an expert in this field. So, do you go around and kind of like it's almost like an actor watching a movie? You know, <laughs> do you kind of not not? Or do you kind of look with a judgmental, critical eye, or do you kind of say, "Wow, that's really good," or "That's that's well, that's different," or "I can steal an idea from that display and add it to Ludi's, You know, I think all Christmas light enthusiasts just try to steal ideas. I mean, that's just the common nature of it. Uh, I, I try to be more creative a little bit, and, and I don't want to mimic anyone. That's the reason I built the 30-foot Ferris wheel. Who else has got one of those? And I have a ski lift. It's a 150-foot ski lift that lifts up uh, stuffed animals and carries it across the highway to the neighbor's yard. So those kind of things you normally don't see. But, uh, yes, there's a lot of people that are doing this, and a lot of people I try to go by and look at their displays. Not to criticize, but to encourage, because uh, we all need encouragement. And when we take pride in something, we want people to to take notice to it and encourage us. And that's what people have done for me all these years. If it hadn't been with people encouraged me and saying, man, that looks great. I really enjoyed that. And then I really got something from that. Yeah. And and one of the things I try to tell people all the time is once get get in this business, 
send me a text message, message me, email me. I'll be glad to help you. And I've helped so many throughout the years when they have questions about certain things. So if I can continue to get people to do this, the world may change, Jason. The yeah. world may change for the better. Yeah, people, I mean, because, I mean, if you're focused on, like, brightening up people's lives and showing, you know, um, light versus the dark, you know, yeah. it can make a big difference. Absolutely. We yeah. see we see so much. We talk about customer service from the wife and I and some friends of mine. We see so much of the customer service has gone down in a lot of businesses, and we say, why is that? It's because they just... It's like they lost a love to do the job correctly. And when they come out to the Ludies, they see things, they see the excitement, and we just hope that we can encourage people to, to take a special effort to do what they're supposed to be doing and try to help other people. And if we can just help each other uh, do better what we do, encourage each other, I think we can see a big improvement in people. And instead of just trying to take advantage of people. Yeah, and you were talking about how rewarding it is for you. I mean, you put in all that work, but then people really, you know, night after night for, you know, a month and a half really enjoy it. And you were even saying about how um, some people, you know, you've done it long enough where people are now bringing their kids. People, maybe they watched it when they were teenagers or whatever, and now they're they're back and their parents themselves. So it's it's like this kind of generational uh, um, tradition, right? Absolutely. It makes me feel older, too. <laughs> <laughs> when I see kids coming with kids, you know, and I'm thinking, you were just in Santa's lap two yeah, years ago. Sure. Well, that was 10 years ago, sir. And it's 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 a remarkable thing, uh, and it all goes back to if you've got love in your heart, and uh, it it comes out, it comes out during the time they get around our display. Yeah, and and for you, I mean, like you getting to kind of see the fruits of your labor, you and Keith and your whole family working on this, and you're you're out, you're out there. I mean, like just to see like what that awe and wonder, even not just on what kids faces, but I imagine adults as well, right? Oh, absolutely, and that's one of the things I try to talk to with adults when they're out there, and I said, look at your child, and they're excited. You know, just start looking at things from a different perspective, and that's one of the things I like to do is stand back away from the crowd and watch the crowd and watch how they react. And I get encouraged that way. And I go up and start the conversations. And it's just amazing to, to hear the feedback that we get from the people and what it means to them. And we wanted to continue doing that. It's not just my display, Jason, but all the displays of people that's putting their displays up together in, in the area. Go by and encourage them. If you want to see, see some lights, don't just look at mine, but look at everyone in the community. Because they, they have a passion. They got the passion to do what they want to do, not just to show off. It's not about showing off. It's just showing people the passion you have for certain things that bring joy to others. So that's what it's all about. we got to bring joy to other people. Yeah, so if you're cynical, um, come out to the uh, Ludi Christmas Light Spectacular. We'll change you know? your attitude. <laughs> exactly. We'll show you the real deal. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, well, thank you so much. And Well, give us the uh, address for those. It's Ironside, right? It's on uh, Ironstone Iron Drive Stone, okay. in Cottonwood Plantation just off of Flat Rock Road. You can come in from the backside off of Macon Road. So if you have any problems, just Google it. Just Google Ludi Christmas, you'll find it. So, <laughs> But we encourage everybody to come out. Come out, and we're going to start up Thanksgiving evening. And hopefully we start, like you said, hit the big switch. We hope it does start. <laughs> and Turn it, it on, yeah. And then we'll run all the way through New Year's Eve. And then uh, sometimes we'll run a little bit past that. It just depends on how many people show up. So. 
And speaking of that, is there one big switch, or is it, are you are you having a bunch of things you have to turn it all on? Or used to be, but now I got several switches. So okay, gotcha. Yeah. And you won't tell us how much your light bill is. No, I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Jerry. I appreciate you uh, you joining us, and and uh, looking forward to coming out there. I know it's been a tradition for my my family and I. So uh, we we thank you so much for all the hard work you guys put in. Well, thank you, Jason. I appreciate you inviting me in here, and encourage everybody to come out and have a great time. Enjoy this year. 2021 is going to be a great Christmas for everyone. Yes, it will. Thank you. Thank you. And I did some investigating after talking to my friend Jerry Ludy, and uh, they've averaged about $100 additional and uh, costs for their power bill each month during Christmas time, which is, I guess, not a huge amount, you would think. And that's thanks in part to switching uh, out some of their lights to LEDs and also an additional power box from Georgia Power. Uh, they have added quite a bit over the, the last decade or so. I've uh, constructed a 35-foot uh, uh, Santa sleigh and reindeer on the roof, three seven-foot-tall snowmen that compete in this snowball fight across different houses in his neighborhood, um, a lighting engineer elf that kicks the whole display off. Uh, they have a 17-foot-tall mega Christmas tree. And then a second one that's 30 feet tall, a helicopter with Santa, a ski lift, Olaf from Frozen, more mega trees. And then uh, the last thing, to honor a neighbor, a retired airborne officer, uh, Jerry, uh, who I just talked to, constructed a C-130 plane with three parachutes. And his, his wife gets on the in on the action, too. Edith, she has a lot of displays inside their home, a big nativity scene, handcrafted advent calendar, hand-sewn Christmas stocking. So uh, inside and outside, the Ludies are definitely in the Christmas spirit, all about focusing on Christ this time of year. And we, we appreciate all they do to, to lift people's spirits and to, to focus on the reason for the season. Now to our final segments of the podcast, as I promised, a little uh, Christmas song for you and more. So uh, we call this uh, Stuck in My Head. Uh, it is uh, this time, you know, because we're talking about Christmas lights and the big uh, Ludi family uh, spectacular they have. Um, you know, just a month until Christmas, they, their lights kick off on, you know, Thanksgiving night um, and uh, going on, uh, you know, from uh, Sundays to Thursdays, 6 to 9.30 p.m., Fridays and Saturdays, 6 to 10 p.m. again in Columbus, Georgia. And uh, so we thought we uh, would give you a little Christmas music to, to get you in the spirit. Um, and so uh, here it is. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, your troubles will be out of sight. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Here we are as in olden days. Happy golden days of yore. Faithful friends who are dear to us, gather near to us once more.
I guess that's good enough for you. Um, you know, so lots of Christmas songs out there, and some people think it's too early to listen to those on the radio or anything like this, but I, I love it. I, I love Christmas time, my favorite season. I love Thanksgiving as well. Uh, great time to gather with the family, eat lots of food. But that song in particular, uh, it's songwriters Hugh Martin and Ralph Blaine wrote that classic hit. They actually wrote it for Judy Garland for the 1944 movie Meet Me in St. Louis. And uh, so they, they tell the story that, um, you know, uh, they, they you do, first of all, didn't think they could make it work. And they, they played with it for about two or three days, the lyrics, and then threw it in the wastebasket. But fortunately, they, they did find it. They dug around and found it in the wastebasket. And uh, with the melody saved, that they the two men started working on the words. The first draft, though, was too sad. And Judy Garland asked for a revision of it. And so uh, they said that they've, they've had versions by Twisted Sister, which is interesting. Uh, um, Mel Torme and uh, Frank Sinatra, Mr. Blue Eyes himself. Uh, there's been additions of, of renditions of it by Garth Brooks and the Lady Antebellum, James Taylor, one of my favorites, Bob Dylan. But I think my favorite version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is by John Denver and the Muppets. So check that out if you get a chance. John Denver and the Muppets, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Our parting gift, some inspiration uh, related to uh, what we talked about with Jerry. This comes from the famous uh, poet and author, Maya Angelou. She says, I've learned that you can tell a lot about a person by the way she or he handles these three things. A rainy day lost luggage, and tangled Christmas tree lights. <laughs> we all know how that is. You pull those bins out for Christmas, and uh, all the lights are tangled up, and you get frustrated. It could take you minutes or even hours to get them untangled. And uh, thank you so much again for joining us for Run the Race. You can listen to all the past episodes on WTVM.com slash podcast. And we're on everywhere where you can find your favorite podcast, like Spotify and Apple, where we'd love for you to write a quick review. And to close us out, we're going to say a little uh, prayer. Dear Lord, uh, thank you again for this opportunity to talk about you and uh, talk about all the things uh, that are wonderful this time of year in the holidays as we focus on you and uh, the birth of you, Jesus. And uh, we just, um, you know, God, just let us be lifted on high and lift you up on high uh, during these this last few months of 2021. And uh, Lord Jesus, just give us comfort and peace no matter what we're going through. Uh, that we know that that you alone uh, will 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 sustain us no matter what happens in our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. And uh, you know, hope you get a chance to go by and see the uh, Ludi Christmas Light Spectacular once again kicking off on Thanksgiving, going all the way until the very last hours of 2021. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's been a uh, tr- tradition for, for me and the Dennis family as well. So uh, until next time, uh, we hope you continue and, and share with folks about the Run the Race podcast so they can get inspiration about fitness and faith on a weekly basis. God bless.